Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 10th, 2024. This is the third message of today's word for this year, and I'm teaching a series I told you now on laser focus. I believe that at our church, we're going to be uh, really kind of declaring, decreeing, believing that this is a year of fixed purpose for us. And then here at Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, we're going to be teaching about the laser focus that is required to lock in on that fixed purpose so that we're not moved from it, neither to the left nor to the right. We believe that God already made a plan for 2024. Our job is to discover what that is, spend time with the Holy Spirit, and then be locked in on it and not be distracted in any way. Say amen to that. Say, I will not be distracted. So the title of today's message, uh, Laser Focus Part 3, is God's Blueprint for Success. I'm going to talk about how God already made plans for us. And there's a blueprint that's set out before us. So we should embrace God's plan for 2024. Put in the chat, I will embrace God's plan for 2024. Let's get ready for the word. All right, so let's embrace God's plan for 2024. There's a scripture I told you we'd be looking at all year. Proverbs chapter four and verse 25, the Bible says this. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose. Looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Put in the chat, I will look straight ahead. Put in the chat, I will ignore life's distractions. I'm not going to be distracted in any way. In 2024, I'm going to be locked in. I'm going to be fixed and focused. This is Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 from the Passion Translation. In addition to Proverbs chapter 4 and 25, I told you that I would give you 20 scriptures that we would just kind of lay a foundation. What I'm doing is I'm giving you five scriptures a day, and then I briefly mention each one, and then later I'm going to come back and we're going to study all 20 in addition to Proverbs chapter 4 and 25. So that's 21 scriptures. And after we go through all of that, we would have laid the foundation and then we're going to go into the year and we're going to study people that lived with a laser focus on their fixed purpose. That's what we're going to do in 2024. I hope that you're excited about it. So as far as the 20 scriptures, I've already given you 10. Today, I'm going to give you five more. What does this mean for you today? I have five scriptures and five points to share with you. Let's get into them. You ready? All right, number one, here we go. God's plan for you involves hope and prosperity. Put in the chat, hope and prosperity. This is Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 from the New International Version. The Bible says this, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Uh, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So God made plans for us. These plans are not to hurt us, not to harm us. These plans are filled with prosperity. He wants to prosper us, to give us a future, and to give us a hope. So the more you meditate on God's plan for your life, the more you will develop confidence in God's goodness. Put in the chat, I develop confidence in the goodness of God. Now, 
how does this manifest? So let's say that you're facing a challenge, which we all face challenges. Let's say that you're facing something that's not good. And, and, and you know that God already made good plans. So you have to develop a level of confidence that, like I shared with you yesterday, all things are going to work out for your good. So, so you got to develop a level of confidence where you tell your girlfriend, your homeboy, man, I, I, yeah, I'm good. You know, I, I know it's going to work out. How do you know? Did you get a phone call? No. Did you get an email? No. How do you know? Well, I know that God is a good God. And I know that God made good plans for me and God wants to prosper me. And he made plans to give me a hope in the future. And so I know that as this, I, I may not know because God hasn't revealed to me how it's going to happen or what's going to happen, but I do know this. What do you know? It's going to be good. Put it in the chat say, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to work out because our God is a good God who made good plans for me. And so he made good plans. I have to develop my confidence in the plans that God made for me. I have to develop my confidence in a good God who made good plans for me. Prosperity and hope are not just wishes for me. That I'm not just hoping and a wishing and a wishing. And, no, 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 no. Prosperity and hope are assurances from God to me. These are assurances. The word of God, God can't lie. God said he made plans for me. God said his plans involve plans to prosper me, to give me a hope and to give me a future. No, no, no. So I, I can get my hopes up. I'm not going to be disappointed. Romans 5 and 5 says, we have a hope that does not disappoint. And so in the world, they said, well, you know, uh, plan for the worst, you know, and, and, and pray for the best and don't get your hopes up. No, 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 no. As a believer, I need you to get your hopes up. As a believer, I need you to get your hopes up in 2024. Oh, don't get your hopes up so you're not disappointed. No, we have a hope that does not disappoint. God is a good God. He made good plans for me. And in these good plans, he made plans to give me prosperity and a future and a hope. And watch this. I can get my hopes up because I will not be disappointed with God. God will never let me down. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. So part of living by faith is developing a confidence in the good plans that God made for me. And so I'm living my life. Put this in the chat. I'm living my life with hope and optimism. I'm living my life with hope and optimism because I know that there's a good God who made good plans for me. And those plans will manifest at just the right time. So I'm going to hold on to this scripture as a personal prophecy that my God made good plans for me. He's a good God. He wants to bless me because he wants to bless me because he is good. Not because I'm good, but because he is good. Say amen to that. Number two, the certainty of God's word to fulfill his purpose. Uh, so I, I have to believe that there's a purpose for my life. I have to believe that God wants to fulfill that purpose. And I have to believe that the word of God is part of it. And so the word of God will help me to fulfill the purpose that God established for me before the world began. Let's talk about the word of God. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 11, easy to read version. The Bible says, this is God speaking, in the same way, my words, God is speaking, my words leave my mouth. And when they do, they never come back to me without results. <laughs> God is saying, I just want you to know something, that when I speak a word, if I said it, I'll perform it. If I declare it, I'll make it good. I, I never not one word. I never speak a word and those words come back without results. I never speak a word and those words come back void or ineffective or non-productive. No, no. If I speak a word, he says, listen, my words make things happen that I want to happen. Oh, glory to God. Put that, say this out loud. God's words 
make things happen that he wants to happen. And they succeed, God says, my words succeed in what I send them out to do. If I send my word, my word is going to make it happen. If I send my word, my word is going to make it happen. So you must develop a strong level of confidence in the power of the word of God. You must believe that the word of God is potent. You must believe that the word of God is powerful. You must believe that God is watching. Oh, come on, Jeremiah. Jeremiah says that God is watching over his word to perform it. What do you think God does all day? God is watching over his word to perform it in my life and in your life. Come on now. So if you I lead you in Bible declarations every day. I wrote two affirmations books. I have. A, if you don't have those, you should go go to uh, Amazon and just type Rick Pena. Get those affirmations books. Get them. There's one for men, one for women. Open that thing up. Say what it says over your life. There's affirmations for you to declare over your family, over your finances, over your health, over your career, over your children. And so open up the word of God, man, and declare it. Why? Because there is power. You, you, when you believe in the irrevocable power of God's word and you speak God's word from a believing heart, and you know that angels hearken unto the voice of the word. That's Psalms 103. And you know that God is watching over his word to perform it. That's Jeremiah 1. Come on now. You, what are you saying? I'm saying that I believe in the power of the word of God. Put that in the chat. I believe in the power of the word of God. The word of God will never go out and come back void. It will never go out and come back unproductive. So the word of God is going to work in my life. The word works and the word of God will work for me. So if you want to live your life with laser focus in 2024, you got to engage with the word of God on a daily basis. Now, thankfully for you, you watch today's word and I'm giving you the word every day, but you also need to engage with the word for yourself. You need to spend some time in the word of God. Say this, I will spend time in the word of God in 2024. The more you meditate and meditate on the word of God, the more the word of God well, first of all, the more you know the word of God, the more you're going to know the God of the word. And then the more you know the word of God, the more the word of God is going to shape your decisions, your thoughts, and your actions. Say amen to that. Number three, God gives you the want to and the can do to fulfill his purpose. Now, I love this scripture. God, say this, say God gives me the desire and the power. He gives me the want to and the can do to fulfill his purpose. Philippians chapter two and verse 13. This is what the Bible says, easy to read version. Yes, it is God who is working in you. He helps you to want to do what pleases him, and then he gives you the power to do it. Let me read that for you again. This is how powerful it is. We're talking about God's plans. God is working inside of you. What is God doing? Well, he's helping you to want to do what pleases him. He's giving you the desire to do the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. And then after he gives you the desire, he turns around and gives you the power to do it, right? That's grace. My God, that's good. So as you attempt to live out 2024 with a laser focus, you got to acknowledge that God is actively working inside of you. He gives you both the desire and the power. He gives you the the want to and the ability to do his divine purpose. So you should actively align your life with what you believe to be God's intent. Seek to make a human alignment with your divine assignment. Embrace your role in God's plan. Know that, watch this, for God to operate in your life, you must cooperate with him. So, so you must be a 
collaborator with God. God is not going to force you to perform his will. He wants you to walk with him, to develop the desire, to develop the power, to walk in his grace, to fulfill his purposes, acknowledging that the whole time it is he who is living inside of you. It's the father. In John chapter 14, uh, Jesus said, hey, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. It's the father who lives in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. So when you come in contact with me, I'm recognizing and acknowledging that the Lord has given me the desire, he's given me the power, and then he, he enables me to do it. And so I'm experiencing God's best in 2024, but it's not me. It is God who is living through me. Say amen to that. Number four, run with race. I mean, running the race with perseverance. So you and I, we have to run the race that is set before us. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one from the easy to read version says this. We have all these great people around us as examples. Their lives tell us what faith means. They show us, you know, this is how you live by faith. So we too should run the race that is set before us and never quit. So as we're watching people that have gone before us and they lived their lives and they ran their race and they fulfilled their purpose, and like the Apostle Paul, they said, I've run my race, I finished my course, I kept the faith. Oh, wait, Paul, hold on. Everybody's not saved yet. No, but I finished my course. Oh, no, 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 Paul. And the gospel hasn't gone out throughout the whole world. No, 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 hold on. I finished my course. I know that I had a race that was set before me, and I ran it, and I finished it. I got to the end of it. And like in the military, we say, round spent, I'm done. I can go ahead and go now, and I have no regrets. I can go on to heaven knowing that I've already done what God sent me to this planet to do. That's how we're supposed to live. So as a believer, what you want to do is acknowledge the fact that God has already established something, set a race before you. So you have your own individual path. You have your own individual race that is set before you. And as a believer, you have to run with patience the race that is set before you and do not be distracted. So you should never quit. Uh, uh, their lives, this is what uh, Hebrews 12 and 1 says at the end. So we too should run the race that is set before us and never quit. I will never give up. I'm not going to be distracted. Remember, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. So you should be inspired by those who have gone before you. You should be inspired by those who have persevered, who have endured, who, have, who, who became the men and the women that God has called them to be. And then recognize that you have your own race and that this race is not a sprint. It is a marathon of faith. Put in the chat, my life is a marathon of faith. It's going to require steadfast endurance. It's going to require perseverance and patience. It's going to require me to develop, uh, uh, to stay the course. It's going, to it's going to require me to run the race that is set before me. I'm going to run this race, watch this, at my pace with my grace, say amen to that. So I'm going to run my race at my pace with my grace, and I will not be distracted. I'm not going to be moved neither to the left nor to the right. I'm not going to be distracted by someone else running their race. That's their race. They have their own grace. They have their own pace. And so I'm not going to compare myself to them, right? Because if I compare myself to them, uh-oh, maybe they're running too slow for me. 
So now I'm getting frustrated. Maybe they're running too fast for me and I try to keep up with them, I'm gonna get worn out. No, I just need to run my race at my pace with my grace because this is what God has set before me. There's a race that was set before me, a marathon of faith. And what I have to do is know what my race is and run with patience the race that was set before me, knowing that God's grace is on me to run it, God's grace is on me to finish it. And when I, I will get to the end of my race and I'm not gonna be distracted, neither to the left nor to the right. I'm not going to be distracted by what other, I'm going to be inspired by what other people did, but I won't be in, distracted by what other people did because I'm going to run the race that is set before me. This is an individual race. This is a sign to me and I have the grace to do it. Say amen to that. Who glory to God. Number five, the unseen wonders of God's plan. Let's talk about the immeasurable nature of God's plan and the power of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter two, verses nine and 10. And when I get to this, when I break down this passage later, I'm really going to go down into first Corinthians. But anyway, first Corinthians chapter two, I'll just read nine and 10. This is what the Bible says. This is what scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined the good things that God has prepared for those who love him. Like, like, it, you know, I remember uh, when I first got born again, there was some older saints, some church mothers would say something like, baby, <laughs> the ways of the Lord are past finding out, baby. You just can't know the ways of the Lord. There's some things, there's mysteries with God, baby. And the ways of the Lord are past finding out. No eye can see it. No ear can hear it. No heart can understand it. And so I was like, oh, okay, wow. Like, you know, this, ooh, this is a mystery. There's a mystery to walking with God. And yes, there is a certain level of mystery to walking with God. But they read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, and they didn't keep reading in verse 10. So verse 10 says this. So yes, verse 9 does say, yeah, no eye has need, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the good things that God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, uh oh, but these things have been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches out everything, even God's deep secrets, and He reveals those things to us. And so it's not that I can't know. It's not that the ways of the Lord are, find, are past finding out. It's not, no, no, it's that, that you can't know it in your humanity, but, but no, God placed His Spirit down inside of me so that I can know. God gave me His Spirit so that I can know. Well, oh, glory to God. God made good plans for me from the foundations of the world. And God gave me his spirit so that I can know those plans. God gave me his spirit so that he can reveal. God, yes, he reveals those things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, even the deep things of God. So God is revealing these things to me so that I can have vision, insight, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. Yes, there's a certain level of mystery to walking with God. Yes, God is not going to tell me everything because if he did, it wouldn't require faith. But I have to know that there are things that God will reveal to me. There are things. God will give me glimpses of my future before I get there. God will speak to me about the end of 2024, at the beginning of 2024. God will flood my eyes with light so that I can know what he called me to do. God will, God will give me dreams while I'm sleeping. God will give me open visions while I'm awake. God will speak to me through the Holy Spirit. God will speak to me while I'm reading his word. God will speak to me while I'm driving my car. God will speak to me. Why? Because he wants me to know. He gave me his spirit so that I can know, yea, even the deep things of God. God made plans for me. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. We were born ignorant of those plans. We get born again. 
again, God gives us his spirit. The Holy Spirit then be, begins to reveal to us what was prepared for us, but concealed from us. And then we have to believe it. Put in the chat, I will believe it. We have to believe what God reveals, no matter how big it is. We serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of us. So when he reveals these things, no matter how big they are, you have to believe it. You have to believe it. You have to receive it. And you have to then walk out into it by faith, without a doubt, without wavering. Say amen to that. Glory to God, man. This is going to be good. This is going to be a good year. I'm telling you, I'm just laying the foundation. I'm just laying the foundation. We're going to go through all this stuff. It's going to be good. Put in the chat, say it's going to be good. Put in the chat, it's good right now. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, this year, I live with a laser focus on your fixed purpose, which you established for me before the world began. I declare my commitment to your divine plan, understanding that your plan brings hope and prosperity. I believe in the power of your word. I acknowledge your work inside of me. You give me the desire and the ability to accomplish your will. So I run with patience the race that you set before me. I embrace the mystery of your plans, but I also know that the Holy Spirit will reveal your plans to me at just the right time. So I declare that 2024 is my year of laser focus on your fixed purpose. And I'm ready to experience all the blessings that it holds for me. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. I need you to do two things for me. Go into the chat and leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Greater is coming for us. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.